Rhythm Life. Welcome to Music is my Medicine. Today I'll be talking to a very special guest. He has begun his career in music after achieving a huge success in the fashion industry. Having worked as a runaway and fashion model for Louis Vuitton, Dior, Versace and Valentino, just to name a few, he has acquired a unique talent for integrating different elements, themes and emotions. He used his eclectic taste to create his own wholly unique musical universe. Andrew, welcome to the show! <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yo! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's release day, so I'm in a good mood. Amazing. Yeah. So tell us, what are you releasing today? Uh, my song Shadow Love came out today, and it's one that's the third single that's um, come out and we worked crazy on this one because we brought out a video game to go with it. Yeah, tell me more about it. I, I've seen the stuff on, online going on and it's like a video game with a music. Like, tell me more. Yeah, I think it came out of, I th during lockdown I found my old Game Boy mm. and I was like, I think I got drunk with a friend and we were just texting back and forth and I was like, oh, it'd be so sick to make a game for a song. Mm -hmm. And literally the same day a friend of mine released something that was like it was like a video game but it was just an animation it was more like a a, a video of mm -hmm. a video game and i asked him where who who did it and um he passed me the the info and uh yeah he's now my friend claudio from from milan mm -hmm. um he made the he made the game in like two months and now it's out and people can play and hear the song and collect points and Basically, Amazing. Try not to die. <laughs> so is it the song the the only soundtrack for the game or is like how did you how did you yeah. build it? What was really cool was I had when I wrote the song I had um I just I I kind of see colors and shapes and like scenarios in my head when I write it. And I sent him the song and I sent I was I told him make make a video game that's like Super Mario thrown into a Tim Burton world. Mm -hmm. And then he got a month later, he sent me like the first image of what the what the world's going to look like, and it was the exact image that was in my head when I wrote the song. Mm -hmm. It was like some, some kind of telekinesis kind <laughs> of situation. Wow! But it was absolutely amazing, and um, yeah, I'm just so happy it's out now. Yeah, yeah. When I release a song, it's kind of it all builds up and it builds up, and once it's out, it's not mine anymore. Mm, I just give it to. Yeah give it to everyone and yeah. I don't listen to the music after that ever you don't no not really I think I've listened to the other singles maybe like two or three times I'm so far from heaven now I can see the moon I've got thunder in my bones I hope that you do too red lip smoking cigarettes has never looked so cool fire burning in me but it looks like I'm the fool I don't know So what is the, the song about? Shadow Love kind of came about, it started with words that just started popping into my head. And that happens with most of the songs because I, I put an emphasis on the melody first and then words kind of come up. Mm -hmm. And then bit by bit, I just got, started realizing it was kind of about a, a lo some, loving something that isn't good for you, like mm. something that lies on you like a shadow. So it, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a person it's more like a mentality whereas like it's 
I just want to be reckless mm. and I just want to do things that aren't good for me right now. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I used to spend a lot of time being like that. Mm. And I think um, with this song, I could get that persona of me just like out of my body. Mm. And yet that's there now that I'm trying to work on just being the best version of mm. me that isn't like that anymore. Oh, interesting. So would you say that music is your medicine? There's a yeah. good chance. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, um, it's For me, it's just getting the things I talk about, the music and the things I'll talk about in real life can vary because I used to be, I spent the first half of my 20s destroying myself and I've spent the second half of my 20s trying to rebuild myself. Mm-hmm. So with these songs that are coming out, it's just kind of like putting those people that I was into the songs mm-hmm. and getting them out of my system. And um, yeah, so it's, it is a therapy. Mm, mm, that's yeah. That's amazing that you are using creativity as a, as a tool. Uh, a lot of people do. Some people do music for fun, just, you know, uh, which is also great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, you know, mu- making music uh, and, and creativity is a powerful tool to deal with different traumas or, or, or things from exactly. the past. So you said like you, you spent your first half of your 20s destroying yourself. Mm. Did it have something to do with your modeling career? I think that emphasized it, definitely. I think be not having a structured life, mm-hmm. living out of a suitcase, being on a plane every second day. Um, and after, like, I'd been in that game for a bit already. So mm-hmm. every big city I went to, I'd know someone or I'd know a club or I'd know, you know. Um, so it would just end up being one. It was one big party for years. I'd mm. get on a flight, go there, do the job, call friends, let's go out. Mm-hmm. Get smashed, mm-hmm. uh, get home, pack my suitcase, get showered, get on the plane, fly to the next place. Mm-hmm. And um, also with the, um, it's quite, it, there's not a job around at that age where you're earning that amount of money as well mm-hmm. for the that amount of work. Mm-hmm. So no one can really tell you, no, you can't do this right now. No, yeah. you can't spend $300 in New York in a club or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I definitely had to learn. And that was something that um, we, I feel um, we need to protect the younger kids that are coming up now. Because mm-hmm. that's, I had to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. So um, <clears throat> uh, tell me more about your modeling career, because this is where you started, right? You mm-hmm. were very young. Yeah. Um, scouted at 14. So I was, you know how boys are. I was like short, long arms, big feet. I wasn't mm-hmm. fully grown yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was 17, I got sent to Paris for the first time. And then the first, very first day, uh, you get like a, li- well, back then there was no iPhones. Like mm-hmm. I told you, there's like, mm-hmm. you got a list and you got a map. And then on the list were the castings. So you went out, did the castings and that, that was the first day doing like 20, 25 castings. And then the next day I walked Valentino uh, and Louis Vuitton and then it just skyrocketed. And then mm. it was just like 10 years later, I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's just a blur. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's how that all kicked off. It must have been exciting at the time. Very, very. Also mm-hmm. from my understanding of what a male model was, I thought it was like a muscular, big, like... Um, 
bearded guy and I'm just mm-hmm. a lanky, skinny <laughs> dude that kind of got thrown into it. Yeah. Um, but, but I think fashion loves like quite skinny sort of body types anyway. So. Well, I think my generation of guys that I started with, that was when the transition was, when oh, okay. it started getting more into that. And it's got, and it went into two extremes as well, where um, brands like Saint Laurent in like 2015, 16, they went so skinny. I'm skinny. Like my nickname's Bambi because <laughs> I have skinny legs, right? Mm-hmm. They went so far. I didn't even fit into the pants. Oh, like I goodness. ripped a pair of pants. And I'm like, oh, it was goodness. really, really bad. That whole heroin chic thing was coming back and it's just like not cool. Oh, and I'm glad gosh. that's gone again. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, how would you describe the, the fashion industry back then and how it is today? Is it... A good environment to work for young people or not at all it's 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 much much better i wouldn't say it was bad back then because mm-hmm. you were looked after um if you had a good agent if you had good stylists that wanted to work with you that were loyal and they would look after you um it was cool but um yeah as as i said like you didn't have the technology mm-hmm. um let alone just the knowledge of what these other places look like. There was mm-hmm. no Instagram where I could be like, oh, so that's New York. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. You'd yeah. see it in movies. So I was just like stepping into movies all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm having this conversation with a lot of friends um, that I started with in modeling. Like, what's the difference then? What's the difference now? Um, it's much better when it comes to body shapes which mm-hmm. is fantastic for girls mm, yeah. um, because it was just a very unhealthy and very demoralizing psychologically um, straining thing for them yeah people have to be guys, super skinny yeah, yeah they, they were they were told society was telling them to be skinny because mm. these vogue covers that's like the bible but mm-hmm. now mm. you do start seeing different sizes and shapes everywhere mm-hmm. for women and men so it's a really really good thing because fashion isn't about um just being a clothes rack yeah. like just being a hanger yeah um, it's it is about like the, the people that actually wear the clothes yeah of course yeah and um so when did you transition to music when did well, that happen well that that's where i started i started with music when i was like 12 13 um, got my first guitar, joined a band, um, and we played. I actually used to play like loads of shows around the area that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And um, was it was it in Germany? That or? was in Germany. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I was. Um, yeah, I'm half English, half half German. I I, I spent my adolescence in Germany, mm-hmm. and um, the modeling kind of came in after that. But mm-hmm. when I started with twelve, it was like. In my mind, there was no other option than to do music. It was mm-hmm. like it, you could have told me anything. Like I, w- I knew from the day one I was going to make music. Mm. And then modeling came in, and it was just like that consumed just everything. And now that I'm a bit older, and I can reflect on what I want to do with that and what I don't. And now that it's starting to fade out, obviously, like I've had a very, very long career for a male model. Some of them's get a year and then they get flung out mm. um and then at some point i was just like right i'm gonna go back um and i've spent like i actually spent more than two years just like premeditating figuring it out working in the studio before i even released anything 
Riding just crash until I fall out of the sky Dirty whiskey, don't ask questions, there's no reason why I'm that black hole in your dreams that always comes to you Why does no one listen when I tell them that we're through? I've seen things that you can dream about Yeah, there's some things that we can talk about Don't make things so fucking complicated So that's very interesting. I was wondering if you kind of, if you were introduced to music during like your modeling career somehow, but you actually, that was your, your thing since the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the number. I grew up in, a, no, no one in my family is musical, but mm. we're a very musical family. Okay. So there's a, there was music on 24 seven. Like my dad would be in his like little man cave and mm -hmm. be listening to ACDC and Led Zeppelin. Okay. And then I'd go up into the kitchen and mum would be listening to Fleetwood Mac and the Cranberries. And it was just like this constant. And about the time when I started, started making music was also this, about that time where YouTube had just come around. So the access, I didn't have to steal dad's CDs anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was starting to define my taste in music. And it was like heavily influenced by what my dad, well, When I was eight, this is one of my favorite stories. When I was eight mm -hmm. or nine, my dad came into my room and said, come with me. He sat me in his little room with his big speakers and the, the, the machine that played records that I wasn't allowed to touch. He put in ACDC Back in Black. He pressed play. I was sat there and he said, you can leave the room when this stops playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was just sat there and these things were blasting at me. And I was just like, this is the most powerful thing I've ever experienced. Like the beginning of the universe started with ACDC Back in Black. And then I went up to my dad and I said, could we do that again tomorrow? And then he'd do like next day was Zeppelin. And the day after that was, I don't know, R.E.M., et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So that's where the, my, my guitar or rock influence comes from yeah yeah and um and your mum was also sort of like rock but pop rock and a yeah. tiny bit lighter so. yeah she was she was lighter she was like she loved pop but she was she was like um george michael and elton oh, right. and nice. you know just the the like 80s classics like back end of that and then um yeah growing up with mtv i just like i was exposed to pop music 24 7 it was like the same thing i'd come home that was on the telly Yeah. So that's why I'm really into pop melodies. Mm. If I'd yeah. like to or not, it's just like it's it's, just it's, it's coded into my brain now. Yeah. So, um, uh, <clears throat> what kind of pop music then? Like, what what's uh, what are your inspirations? Because okay, you you explained the rock influences. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what are the pop influences? I, think, I mean, George Michael sort of, but yeah, yeah, but that's like mom pop, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, There's no shame in this, but when I was about like nine or ten, when the Backstreet Boys, when that Millennium album came go. out, <laughs> holy, oh my days! And then it was, it was, it was like the boy band and girl band era. Like you had the Spice Girls, you had Backstreet Boys, but that's just like one part of it. 
Mm-hmm. And then when they started branching out and soloing out, it was like Robbie Williams and, and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And like the Justified album to this day is just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, the, the, the term pop is so, it's so, so broad. There's so many people that are making pop music that yeah. don't even know it or wouldn't call it that way. And I think there's like almost like a stigma yeah. when it comes to pop music. Like you couldn't go out and say, I make pop music. People would be like, oh, that's yeah, nice. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but it, you're right that, uh, but because pop, it's basically popular music. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's just, yeah, it's hard to say what pop actually is. Exactly. Um, uh, but probably it got that bad name because if something is on the charts, it's usually like stolen from somebody, recycled 300 times, and then it became yeah. popular because everybody does it. I think just the commercialization of it as well and... Um, just the sheer factor of this song isn't actually written by them. It's actually, this song is a marketing stunt. It has nothing to do with the song. Mm-hmm. It's, let's get into people's heads and give them like an image mm-hmm. and give them something to desire. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really what music should be about. Of course, yeah. Right? And I mean, like, look at what it's done to Britney. Look at what uh, yeah. it's done to Justin Bieber. yeah. It's really, really dangerous when you market someone's life experience that big. Mm. You know, it's fine if it's a map book. Yeah. But it's like there's a person there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. Um, okay. But uh, you also have some hip hop influences. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yes. so tell me more about because, yeah, like, I kind of like when I listened to your, your, your music, I, I thought like, okay, there's a bit of rock, bit of pop, bit of hip hop. Yeah. So. That's the, I was never really exposed to much hip hop when I was younger. And I think it was around maybe the mid 2000s when like TI, like or yeah. the whole Atlanta scene yeah. started with the trap scene started coming out. Or let's put it this way, that the halftime kind of the trap snares, that mm. kind of sound started coming around when I started listening to more and more hip hop. And then that just evolved and evolved. And um, then starting 2010 when like Migos and Travis and, and mm-hmm. all that and starting 2010 also the time that I spent so much time in clubs. Oh, okay. Like my nightlife, like that's all I'd go out to. Like I'm not good with house or EDM or, or, or anything that electronic. Mm-hmm. Well, not if I go into a club, but um, like the influence of hip hop, like just the way I dressed, my friends... Mm-hmm. It's just like it just engulfed my entire mm-hmm. my entire life. It's a culture, basically. Yeah, and a... it's a culture that I felt very um, felt very safe in, and mm-hmm. that I felt I belonged to it, or I wanted to contribute to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I started thinking about working on music again, mm-hmm. I was tra- I was still traveling traveling a lot. So I would, was listening to so much different music and my like basic instinct was just like, right, how, how do we put everything that I am into this song or into mm-hmm. this music? So it always, it always depends on the song, um, how much influence of each genre, let's say it's the three genres, get mm-hmm. pulled in. Um, but it was, it's just so liberating to... Be able, to. be able to do that it's like mm-hmm. such a dynamic i've been wondering where to go at night you've been talking
thinking about a different life I've walked around looking just for you Can't breathe, can't see, I'm f***ed up too Why'd you only call me when you're high? Why'd you never tell me you lied? Lying in my pain, getting smashed outside Do you think that, because you have quite multicultural background, mm. right? Uh, do you think that uh, when you find that, that that your creativity sort of expresses yourself, that you are not like, you, you can't put yourself in a box, right? Because you are mm. not like a German boy in Germany. You didn't ha you haven't lived your whole life in Germany. No. It's just a part of you. So do, do you think that your music reflects who you are? Um, I think so. I'm at that point, yeah, where the music is definitely, that's me. And um, I'm really excited to just keep getting better at it. Because mm. the better I get at my music is the better I get at understanding myself. Mm. But um, I also think living in so many different places, like when I moved to Paris in 2017-18, and I lived there for two years, two and a half years, like the, the hip-hop scene in France is insane. It's so good. Like mm -hmm. French hip-hop, or like Belgium as well, what's coming out of Belgium... Brussels, you have uh, Damso, you have Hamza. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it was like this new world, this new dynamic. And I was meeting so many new kids in Paris that were just like introducing me to me. And they were, they were excited because there's this like guy from, that grew up in Germany, but he's English and he lived in America, but he wants to know about this. And they were like, it was mm -hmm. so cool. And uh, yeah, living in New York, you, you're exposed to, to different stuff, living yeah. in, in Germany was was one thing living living here, so it's just kind of all it's a melting pot. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, I really, uh, you know, like what you what you said that um, you're now um, becoming sort of more content of the, the the actual music that you're creating because you are starting to know yourself better. Mm. Uh, I love when people see their creativity, they see that link of like uh, self-growth and yeah. uh, how, how that reflects, how it's that being reflected in what they create. Um, so what are you planning to do next? How do you see your musical journey in the next, say, 10 years? 10 years I mm, mean it's a long time like every musician that sat here can like he can lie or she can lie but it will always be like yeah I'm gonna play like Glastow main stage and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff I'm like I have my dreams I have my ambitions that I'm gonna hope uh, try and manifest but um, it's really just like one day after another because only in retrospect do you see where you started mm. and where you've got right there's not just like oh, I want to bring out this song and then you're gonna get what you want straight away so just work really really hard on and focus on every single that comes um as if there would be no other one coming after that like as if, as if it's the last mm. um because i want to in 10 years i want to be able to look back and be like oh cool that's yeah. really cool what we what me and my my friends and my team what we made together and then anything that happens any highlight I'm having a highlight every day. It's like every new stream, this, um, mm -hmm. every new publication. So, yeah, I'm just like, it's, it, I'm just happy. 
ah, in a good mood. That's so nice, you know. That's that's so nice that you,、uh, you know, some people like say, okay, within ten years, I would like to be, as you said, on the、yeah. biggest stage, and I don't know, they put、yeah. a number of the how many people、yeah. <laughs> should be at the I concert. Mean, don't get me wrong, that's definitely like on my on my bucket list. Like I want to play a big festival, have a good time slot, and just like absolutely kill it. Yeah. But, Um, just so far away. Maybe it's not, but I mean, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's nice that you you are enjoying the process and and just just making music and trying to do it as as best as it can be、yeah. in that right moment because you know we also change as people, right? So if something is right for you to say now、yeah. in this. Current moment of your life, maybe in ten years you will be different, but it, it doesn't mean that something is bad or wrong.、Yeah. It's just right, you know, and it's, it's honest and authentic, right? One thing that I, after the first single came out, and it's probably one of the biggest realizations I've had in a long time, was the only thing that matters is making it. Once it's done, it's done, and then you're sat there, and it's like, well, what now?、Mm. Or it's like if you wait for. And like, if you wait for a big deal to come through, or if you you're waiting for this text, or you're waiting for like great news, you get it. You're like happy and euphoric for five minutes, and then、mm. that fades away.、Yeah. That's all like. That is that is just temporary happiness, right? The、mm-hmm. long term happiness is just like creating for the sake of making it. Because once it's done, it's done, and. Well, what do you do now? You go on to the next thing. You keep making, keep making,、yeah. and whilst you're in it, it's hard to. Remember that this is the fun bit,、yeah. because you're like you get stressed and you like think, oh, will people like this or not, and do I like this? But that's all it's ever really going to be about.、Mm. Yeah, fantastic! I really, really like your approach to to making music, and、uh, and I'm sure you you honestly you are on the、uh, on the on the right path to like big things will will happen in your musical career. Honestly, let's see. It's yeah, you've got the right mindset.、Uh, I, I like always、uh, hearing that from you know people who I'm interviewing. So yeah, definitely carry on doing what you're doing. Yeah, and、um, where people can find you to listen to your music and so, the game where people can find、uh, yeah, the, the game. game. <laughs>、um, yeah, so the music.、Uh, my artist name is Andrew with two W's.、Um, my Instagram is Andrew underscore Bambi. And if you go to the link on my bio there, you can find the game on that, and then just go for it and send me your high scores. Try and beat mine. <laughs> is it a difficult game? Or? It is. I mean, my, well, I had my roommate this morning. You know, because I I I show him updates and everything. He's like, oh yeah, cool. But I said you can play it when it's done. So this morning he sat there. He's like playing it, and I'm like getting showered, and all I can hear from the kitchen is just like, oh shit. <laughs> like, but he he was on it for like good half an hour, three quarters of an hour. There you go. Keeps, so, you know, definitely will keep a lot of people entertained. Yeah, like no one's working today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's jumping on it to, to check your game. Oh,、uh, thank you so much for coming. You are, no, you, you. you know, you you've got such an inter- interesting story, and um, uh, and yeah, and you are you've already had huge successes in your life as a model. But it's it's fantastic that I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing、uh, more and more. Success is coming from a musical career. Thank you so much. So yeah,、Thanks. keep up the great work. Thank, Thank you, you, Andrew. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.
rhythm life, rhythm life, rhythm life, rhythm life, rhythm life.